2: And
0: now, the host of the longest-running fight show in history. What are you doing? I'm starting a fight. He's going to finish it for
3: me. Ladies and gentlemen, Pedro Fernandez. (laughs) 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 Damas y Caballeros, bienvenidos. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the multi-million dollar sports byline studios in San Francisco, California for Ring Talk live worldwide. Check it, your inside look in the world of boxing and MMA. Straight up. My name is Pedro Fernandez. I am Lorraine, the, the defending, the undisputed heavyweight champion of the Radio I Haven't defended that belt now for better than 33 years. Today, we're talking heavyweights and boxing. And of course, UFC on Fox Sports 1 as well. So, boxing and MMA on the plate. A little pro wrestling as well. Open phone lines around the world. You can join me. Toll free. 1-800-878-PLAY. That's 1-800-878-759. The Skype line. Scott Cuddy is manning the Skype line. That's happening as well. The addresses. Forrest Byline and the number two. So, we are one week removed, of course, from the fight. Carl Frampton and Leo Santa Cruz. The rematch. Frampton didn't come alive for this one, folks. Of course, he won the first fight on a majority decision, meaning one Judge had it even, two judges had it for him. Well, it went the same way for Leo Santa Cruz last Saturday. Night, of course, big fight. Uh, it was a fight that a lot of people look forward to with, with wicked anticipation. But the fight that I'm looking forward to, without a doubt, is Keith Thurman. Keith Thurman, of course, coming to us and next month. We'll talk about that in detail. And, then, of course, Keith Thurman probably... The best welterweight on the planet, bar none. Is he? Well, a lot of people think that, you know, the guy from England's the best welterweight in the world. Then There are people that say that, you know, welterweight is sort of like a lost division right now. There isn't a great division that it once was. Listen, 147 pounds doesn't need Floyd Mayweather. I didn't think that 170, 147 pounds was a great division with Floyd Mayweather. It just wasn't. He sort of brought that, that stench to it. I mean, come on, not an exciting fight ever, was there? Tell me, if you think Floyd Mayweather had one exciting fight... Tell me about it. Tell me about this Hall of Fame moment. one 800 878 us 1-800-878-7529. Skype line again. The address, Sports Byline and the number two. This is Ring Talk live on Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio, and the American Forces Network.
4: Here comes the decision now. Let's listen.
3: Clarity in the world of professional boxing is spelled WBO. That's right. The World Boxing Organization is boxing's only transparent, sanctioned body. You can follow the WBO on Facebook or check out their website, wboboxing.com. That's wboboxing.com. The World Boxing Organization. Done it. We have a new heavyweight
5: champion the world.
6: It's Eric here from Together.Guide with your Together Minute. Ask anyone who's married, and they'll tell you that no matter how healthy the marriage, you're going to disagree at times. Sometimes the conflict is easy to handle, and sometimes it'll make you wonder why you ever got married in the first place. Either way, when the inevitable conflict arises, you essentially have three options. Break up, ignore it, or use the conflict to deepen your relationship. Now, I suggest the third. And yes, it's easier said than done. But here's the Jedi mind trick. Stop convincing and start understanding Fundamentally, we're all arguing because deep down we think we need to prove our point in order to be safe. And it might be true. Regardless, understanding the deep trigger of fear behind the argument is your access point to truly knowing yourself and your partner. If you can do that, you'll create a love that lasts a lifetime. This is Eric Newton from The Together Podcast. To learn more about our show, visit our website, www.together.guide. The Together Minute is brought to you by Match.com. One in three relationships start online, and more start on Match than any other dating site. So, if you're single and looking to meet people, you've got to get on Match. They're not only number one in first dates, but in second dates too. Meeting your match has never been easier. Just go to Match.com/Together, and for a limited time, you can try Match for seven days free. That's seven days completely free to search and connect with thousands on Match. So, go ahead, create your account now at Match.com/Together. That's Match.com/Together.
5: There's only one Mayweather. He must know that I'm not like no other fighter. I can give it and I can take it. There's only one Mayweather. Uh, I've
0: been here before. I know what it takes. I don't want no excuses. So I'm just going out there and, and be the same Floyd Mayweather. I've been here before and I know what it takes. He talks the talk. And he walks the walk. When it's lights, camera, action, it's time to get the fans entertainment. The fans want to be entertained. I mean, when I'm home, I'm like anyone else. Walking to the money land. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. I guarantee you there's no problem.
3: Check it. 12 and a half, making 13 minutes past the hour. This is Sports Byline. <laughs> Inside studio joke there, folks. You are tuning to the Sports Byline broadcasting We're at Ring Talk live worldwide. My name is Pedro Fernandez. In case you didn't know that, of course, I've been doing this about 33 plus years now. This is the longest running fight show in history. That's right. We will end up in the Guinness Book of World Records. I kid you not, because nobody's coming close. 33 plus years now. Often imitated, but <clears throat> unfortunately for the competition, never duplicated. Now, let's talk about some results last week. Of course, big fight. Mikey Garcia coming back to the ring. Of course, he had one tune-up fight in between, but he, he took on a, uh, a guy for the—how <laughs> can I put this? He's a decent fighter. I mean, he was a decent fighter, but Mikey Garcia, so far, soon he's just—he's he's a, a level above other fighters, I think, right now, and I think pound for pound, he's one of the best fighters going. Of course, been inactive, had that year-and-a-half, almost two-year layoff because of of promotional issues, of course, fought Eli Rojas in July of last year and stopped Eli in, in the blink of an eye. But he fought a guy named Dijon Zuglakian, who was supposed to be able to fight. He came in at 22-0. In fact, my boxing historian buddy, who I won't mention, Lindy Lindell, out of Detroit, Michigan, told me, hey, this guy can fight. Well, this guy couldn't fight. He, can lick a, he couldn't lick a stamp if you wet his tongue. I kid you, that's how how bad. Well, maybe maybe that Mikey was that good, but Mikey showed Mikey showed me stuff that, I mean, I thought I was looking at a young Oscar De La Hoya. People don't realize this, but, you know, in the infancy of Oscar De La Hoya's career, I was with him in the amateurs. I was like his first PR guy when he was with Carl DeMay back in, I guess it was about 1990, 1991, about a couple of years before the Olympics, maybe 89, maybe 88. I'm somewhere around there, somewhere around that time. So those years sort of just melt together. But I used to call his house and his mother used to answer the phone. I think her name was Cecilia. I used to say, Oscar, telephone. But anyway. When I was watching Oscar as a kid, I was watching this guy throw combinations like Alexis Arguello, big, big, tall, and rangy. Pop, 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 pop. And Alexis was the explosive thin man. That was his moniker, okay? It's El Flaco Explosivo in Spanish. But that was his thing, the explosive thin man. Of course, standing about 5'10". He could crack at 126, 130, 135. But he couldn't really beat the best at 140 when he took on Aaron Pryor. Of course, it was the magic bottle as well. But when I, watched, when I was watching Oscar in the Dambe gym down there in L.A., in East LA, um, West LA, um, he was looking so good. I was saying to myself, "Geez, I'm watching a boxing god here in the making." I really am. I really am. And then he turned pro, and then it didn't. It didn't happen. I mean, yeah, he won a lot of fights, but the boxing god type of thing, you know, the Muhammad Ali circa 1965, the Roberto Duran in Montreal 1980, um, the Marvin Hagler, you know, with Tommy Hearns, that 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 peak never came out of Oscar De La Hoya. I don't know why. Maybe he just sort of. Pack it in. Of course, it was like, maybe maybe he got cracked. If you get cracked once, I mean, things sort of change. You mean, think about the great Hector Camacho. Ray, he rest in peace. But when Edwin Rosario rocked his uh, world there with that left hook in uh, in Madison Square Garden circa 1985, that changed his entire world. He wasn't the macho man anymore. But back to Mikey Garcia, brilliant fighter, 36-0, 30 KOs, put in, a, put in the ring with a guy by you know, with the ability of Scott Cuddy and myself, you know, in other words, old guys, you know, guys that really can't fight that well. But guess what? He lived. He he did it. And what I mean by he did it is when you're faced with inferior opposition, you go out there and you remove him. You get him out of there. You make the fight as abbreviated as possible. And guess what? He abbreviated a fight. No doubt about that. I mean, he looks spectacular, And I think that, wow, 130, 135 pounds. He is an amazing fighter. Mikey Garcia, of course, calls Oxnard, California's home. More power to him, of course, took that two and a half year layoff, walked away from I think Bob Arum was his promoter at that point, but took the two and a half year lay or a two year layoff and went back with Al Heyman and now things will be rocking and roll. speaking of Al Heyman, I'll get to him after the next break. Al Heyman, PBC premier boxing champions, of course, trying to take over the sport of boxing and the fact that HBO, I'll get into the HBO date as well after the break, but they only had they've only had they're not they're not showing boxing. Larry Merchant said it last week that you know, and, and I sort of, if you read between the lines what Larry was saying, with the CEO, and God knows he had a few there, with the latest CEO of uh, of HBO, Time Warner, he's not saying nothing about boxing. And that tells me two things. One of two things. Either he has nothing positive to say, or he knows nothing. One or the other. Of course, this has to do with the, the buyout. I think Comcast is buying Tom Warner, and of course, he's big conglomerates are, are merging together. And evidently that's tidying the purse strings of HBO championship Boxing. And of course, HBO championship Boxing that was the, that was the mantle of, of their network, HBO championship Boxing. It wasn't HBO. It was home box office. That was the, the founding network back circa 77, 78, somewhere around there. Okay. And they got together with Don King and they blasted on the air with these great fights. And of course you can only get these great fights if you subscribe to HBO. Well, that's changed over the years, because now the great fights per se, aren't on HBO, they're on pay-per-view. And why is that? Because the promoters and most yeah, the promoters and the networks to an extent, both got greedy. I mean, if you can throw a fight on pay-per-view and uh, you know charge 50 bucks for it, well, guess this is the way it goes down. The promoter gets 25 bucks, and the cable company gets 25 bucks. Split that up, 50 bucks, 100,000 homes. you see what I'm trying to say? That's a lot of money. 100,000 homes that's five million bucks, right then and there. Five million dollars split. Think about that kind of money. So these guys, they don't sweat it when they don't get money from HBO. They don't get site fees and things like that because they can make it back in these these small end pay per views. I mean, like Bud Crawford, Terrence Bud Crawford, the current world boxing organization, 140 pound champion out of Omaha, Nebraska. Or as that stewardess told me on Sun World Airlines back in the seventies, Omaha. You want a free trip to Omaha? No thanks, lady. Anyway, Terrence Crawford fighting that. Guy on pay per view about a month and a half ago, man, that just had no that had no place on pay per view. It just didn't. I mean, Crawford's a good fighter, but you you should be trying to build Crawford in front of the masses, not in front of the the minute uh, or, or the small already converted fight fans. See, this is what's happening with with boxing in general, and I think that the old school guys don't see this happening. But you know, I'm talking about Bob Arum and people like that. Is that they're not looking forward. I mean, people are able to watch fights on their phone now, so you've got to reach out to that crew, and they're not reaching out to the younger generation. You know, I mean, they're coming, trying to come up with some young fighters and this and that. But all in all, I think that going back to the amateurs, I talked about this earlier when Delahoya was an amateur. You've got to go back to being a solid amateur program. The amateur program here in the United States was the best in the best in the world for a long, long time. And of course, guys in Russia, you know, well, you guys in Russia, you to understand why guys in Russia want to fight. I mean, if you've got to wipe your butt with a rock, guess what? Wipe your butt with a rock or fight that guy across the ring and get out of here and make some money. Uh, I think fighting that guy is a lot easier than wiping your butt with a rock. So what I'm trying to tell you is hunger. Hunger is what drives combat sports. That's why you see the the uh, East, uh, the former Soviet Republic fighters, of course, excelling in the world of both boxing and mixed martial arts. Boxing, of course, pound for pound. Gennady Golovkin, wow, what can I say? 36-0, 33 KOs fighting out of Big Bear, California, Abel Sanchez and Tom Loeffler. It got him going, of course, going with, man, the best middleweight in the world as far as American middleweights are concerned, once beaten Daniel Jacobs. Daniel Jacobs is a guy that, wow, KO'd cancer, kicked cancer's ass. Cancer came in and said, like, get the hell out of here, cancer. Just like John Wayne and any kick cancer's ass. Now, John Wayne got cancer a second time and wasn't so fortunate. But he did kick cancer's butt the first time. And, and Danny Jacobs seems well on his way, of course, to being 100% in this fight with Janani Golovkin. And he won't need to be because this will be a mega fight. We'll talk about that in depth, of course, these schedule as well here on Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Open phone lines. It's a tower of power blast out there. 1-800-878-PLAY. That's 1-800-878-7529. This is Ring Talk Live on Sports Byline.
2: cycle
0: call
3: on line nine.
4: Listen closely. You don't have to live with knee pain. You heard right. If you're 65 or older and suffering from knee pain, you may qualify for an advanced pain relieving brace at little to no cost to you. Dr. Approved Medical, America's trusted resource for knee braces, will work with Medicare or insurance benefits to see if you qualify for these knee braces. Many people are now using our knee brace as an alternative to surgery or harmful medications, and experience pain relief they haven't felt in years. The only way to see if you qualify is to call us. 800 816 0 Three sixty five. One of our friendly experts will handle all paperwork and have it delivered for free. Don't let your knee pain turn into something worse. Find out now about these advanced knee braces now covered by Medicare or insurance benefits. Call now and get free shipping plus a complimentary easy-to-use pedometer. 800-816-0365. 800-816-0365. 800-816-0365. Little to no cost with full insurance payment, copay, and deductible supply. Promo subject to qualification while supplies last.
2: 888
4: This is a health warning from doctor approved medical America's trusted resource for back braces. If you're 65 or older and suffering from back pain, you may qualify to receive an advanced pain relieving back brace at little or no cost to you. Many people are now using our pain relieving back brace as an alternative to surgery or harmful medications and experience pain relief that they haven't felt in years. Don't let your back pain turn into something worse. Remember, if you qualify for no money out of pocket, there's nothing to lose and only real pain relief to gain. Our friendly team
3: most people really want to see Mayweather lose no matter what. And Conor McGregor doesn't appear to be a boxer that can make Mayweather lose. Why would people buy this? Um, because it's a kind
5: of a freak show. And, uh, and, and um, uh, I, I mean, uh, uh, it's to me, it's another bad joke. First of all, how could that fight be sanctioned as a fight? when one of the guys is not a boxer. So who sanctions that as a fight? It's an exhibition. Hey, I believe anybody can put up a tent and put on a show, and if people want to watch it, you're not going to be able to stop them. And that's okay. But this is not a prize fight. Uh, Presumably uh, uh, Mayweather would have as much chance – of uh, of beating the other guy at his game as the other guy has of beating him at his game. Why 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 did they have one round of MMA and one round of boxing? Uh, I I don't know. You know, to me it's it's uh, a show a promotion. Um, I've heard people talking about it and it would probably generate uh, a huge interest.
0: Now more of ring talk. With Pedro Fernandez. If I can't teach you one way, I'll teach you another. But I'm going to get the job done.
3: Larry Merchant, of course, on the mega fight. Conor McGregor and Floyd Mayweather hooking up in a boxing match. Is it a mega fight? You tell me. You really think so? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it'll be interesting, no doubt about that. And if Conor McGregor hits Floyd Mayweather on the chin, I think he's got a good chance of knocking him out. The bottom line is they're probably going to fight this exhibition, as Larry liked to call it with a uh, with 10-ounce gloves. The one with 10-ounce gloves, uh, I wouldn't give Conor McGregor that much of a shot because of the fact that, you know, he punches hard with 4-ounce gloves. He doesn't punch hard with 10-ounce gloves. When you double up the glove plus, I just don't think that's too cool. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not into big gloves anyway. I told you I think big gloves cause brain damage. So we'll get from that. Let's go back to boxing. We'll get to MMA at about 40 minutes past the hour. Um, let's talk, of course, a Felix Fideu, the number one WBO contender, of course, World Boxing Organization contender, a hometowner out of San Juan, Puerto Rico, El, Di- El Dynamite is what they call him, of course. Now 21-0, 15 KOs, 10-round decision winner Friday night over Oliver Flores, 27 now, 4-2 with 17 whacks. Difficult decision, although he won going away on some of the scorecards. It was a difficult fight, of course. This is the first fight back for uh, the highly, highly rated prospect, the can't-miss type of guy, the next Felix Trinidad, the next Wilfred Benitez, you know, all that kind of good stuff, the next Gomez of Puerto Rico. Is he? Of course, got in a motorcycle accident last August. Can he ever recover from that? Some guys never, ever come back. I mean, injuries are injuries. Can he come back and rise to the top of the boxing world? Was he ever at the boxing top of the boxing world yet? Not quite, but he was close. No doubt about that. He was real, real close. Now, some other boxing news before we get on to some results of the past week or so. Um, Eddie Hearn, promoted Eddie Hearn, tell me that, looks like he's going to have his guy, Kell Brook, take on Earl Spence. Earl Spence, of course, the undefeated lad out of the United States. I think a 2012 Olympic gold medalist or bronze medalist, a medalist I believe. But he is undefeated. He can punch a little bit. He can fight a little bit. And Kell Brook, of course, coming off that loss to Gennady Golovkin, where he got his face broken. Not a, not a good thing. Not a good thing. Coming back and fighting a guy that's not a real, real big puncher, but, but Spence punches sharp. Punch, Spence punches sharp sharp punchers can really knock you out why because they punch sharp and they've got crispness on their punches so not the biggest puncher in the world but he can punch sharp sharp punches I like sharp punchers. straight up this is ring talk live worldwide 1-800-878 play that's 1-800-878-7529 so Kel Brook is the British guy I think that probably possibly the best welterweight in the world of course with an asterisk seeing he lost that fight That catchweight fight to Gennady Golovkin where he got crunched. I mean, he's got his head handed to him and his face broken. Now, word is out. Word is out, folks. Canelo Alvarez, of course, and Julio Cesar Chavez going the May the seventh in Las Vegas. Now, at the T-Mobile Arena, it was going around that fight might go to Texas, but Las Vegas prevailed, of course, with the big money. More power to him! And wow, that fight is gonna rock because I think it'll be the biggest pay-per-view fight of the year. Of course, Julio Cesar Chavez Jr. twice beaten. Super middleweight, middleweight. I think he held the middleweight crown for a middle of the World Boxing Council. Of course, the favorite son of Mexico, no doubt about that. But not anymore. See, the new guy in that spot is Canelo Alvarez. Of course, once beaten fighter, once draws well. One draws well, of course, that one loss to Flay Mayweather, a 12-round unanimous nod in a money fight a couple of years ago. But um, he's going to take on Chavez. The fight's going to be at 164.5 pounds. Chavez made 167 in change for his last fight. He looked a little thin, but I think he could sweat off the... The extra three pounds the weigh-in came, coming the day before. Of course, the weigh-in is like you know, 26, 27, 28, sometimes 32 hours before the fight. So 32 hours allows guys to get the fluids back in their system, and that's why I'm all for IVs after weigh-ins. Guys deserve to put all the fluids, all the electrolytes back in your system. A couple of times after weigh-ins where I was drained, uh, my, my doctor gave me IVs, and I felt psychologically better, whether it was beneficial or not. It made me feel better. But Canelo Alvarez and Chavez fighting the T-Mobile and of course, that's going to go down. May 7th, only on pay-per-view. Now, some of the other things I want to talk about, of course, wow. How about how about this guy, Deontay Wilder? What's he, the, the, the bomb, bronze bomber, call him what you want, 2008 Olympic bronze medalist, the American heavyweight WBC champion? Is he the real deal? Is he our only hope at heavyweight? Is he the only American hope out there? I mean, coming off the tricep or the bicep tear, which is indicative, a lot of times, of guys that take Flintstone vitamins. Not saying he did, but I'm saying that injury happens to a lot of guys that take Flintstone vitamins. But he's going to take on a guy by the name of Gerald Washington. Now, who's Gerald Washington? Eh, not really, no, no. But he's he, you know, he's not a bad fighter, not a great fighter, but the fact he's he's not taking on a guy like Luis Ortiz. I mean, that's who he should be really fighting. Luis Ortiz, the unbeaten Cuban. That guy's a monster. Throwing those uppercuts inside, best inside fighter I've seen since. I don't know. Maybe, Ben's, as far as heavyweights are concerned, wow, better than Buster Mathis. Buster wasn't no champ, but he was good inside. Joe Frazier was good inside, but this guy, Luis Ortiz, might be the best heavyweight I've ever seen work on the inside. I kid you not. Deontay Wilder, call him the bronze bomber. Of course, he's undefeated now, taking on Gerald Washington, 18 and zip with a draw and 12 KOs. I'm looking at his stats here. Gerald Washington, mm, he beat Ray Austin, but Ray Austin was long in the tooth at that point, 29 and 7, to beat Eddie Chambers. Uh, Beat a man, Amir Mansoor, Jason Gavin, the usual suspects, Mike Shepard, uh, Travis. would be Travis Walker, but Travis Walker. Remember Travis Walker? We all thought Travis Walker was going to be the guy. We had him on the show about ten years ago. We thought he was going to be the guy. who was like six foot five, six foot six, fighting out of L.A. I think Goosen had him at that point in time. We thought, man, he was like heavyweight division without Viagra. He could fight, right? Not really. Stop training. What's up with these guys? If you're a heavyweight man, just because you don't have to make a weight. Just because you don't have to make a weight doesn't mean you have don't have to train. <clears throat> but right now, Gerald Washington, they challenge, of course, uh, my man, Deontay Wilder, the Olympic bronze medalist so of 2008, what's he now, 35, no, 30, 38, no, 36 knockouts. As I said, Washington's record, not all that impressive. But then again, coming off the injury, does this mean this guy's a live underdog against Deontay Wilder? Probably not. Good-looking body, but I don't think he punches hard enough. Plus, Deontay's got that height. When Deontay's the tallest, well, this guy's six foot six, but Deontay's got that inch and a half, two inches of height over anybody. When he works that height and that leverage, and he punches so hard, he punches with ferocity. That's the difference between uh, Deontay Wilder and the other heavyweights is that he does when he when he punches, he punches a little reckless, but with ferocity because he's not really. How can I put this? He wasn't born a boxer; they taught him how to box. Some of us were born to fight. Um, I don't think he was born to fight. I think he was born to play basketball. I'm sorry, but that's just the way it is. I think he was born to play basketball and maybe football, okay? But as far as boxing is concerned, this is a, a, a second life for him. Of course, coming alive, you know, a, a, a young amateur, I think he had less than 25 fights, won the Olympic bronze medal. And a lot of guys excel in the heavyweight division um, in the Olympics and the amateurs simply because there are so, so very few quality heavyweights. Not saying that he was fighting in a, a shallow heavyweight pool, but it is. The heavyweight pool is shallow. Look at it right now. I mean, Klitschko and Josh are ready to go in, uh, in London in April, of course, for, the, for a portion of the world heavyweight title. Of course, Joseph Parker, uh, the WBO champion, of course, he just went to purse bid. So things are happening as far as the heavyweight divisions turn, but you're not seeing it on television. If you don't see it on television here in the United States, you're not going to think there's a heavyweight division out there. And there is. There is a heavyweight division out there. In fact, this guy that they're talking about of uh, Nigeria, get this. I'll call him Aizu Uganu. And his BP, the Black Pole is his name, middle name. He's 17 to 14 He's taking on Dominic Brazil. That's on the uh, undercard. It'll be on Fox, Boxing on Fox, of course. PBC, Premier Boxing Champions, Al Heyman and Company taking the show back to Fox. That's going to be a good card. Of course, Deontay Wilder on top, that's going to be a great card. No doubt about that. But can Deontay Wilder come back from the injury? Big, big question. Two twenty-five, seventeen. 17, of course, that's the date for a Boxing on Fox TV. And you know, it's cool. Boxing on Fox, Boxing on Fox Sports One. I mean, boxing's everywhere, but if we're not attracting new fans, if you just bring if you just come, talk to the old, same old converts, you know what I'm saying, that old, same old small niche, this is probably not working because Al Heyman had $450 million or close to a half a billion dollars when he started off this promotion thing. He's been buying airtime and things like that. But as I talked to a couple of insiders last night on the Ring Talk phone lines, uh, one guy from Florida told me, you know, what has he done? What has he done? I mean, you would think that with, with all the money he's had thus far, I mean, imagine this: give Don King four hundred and fifty million dollars to play with. Boxing is going to be blowing up everywhere. It would just like it would be it would be like it would be like M80s going off: ba boom, ba boom, ba boom. Because Don makes some events, and Al Heyman can't make these events. You need a personality, a front person to make these events, and the guy that he's got doing this thing for him, eh? What going I say? Not a Don King. Don King only comes once in a lifetime. But back to whether this will work or not, the jury is still out. But I got to tell you, I'm not feeling all that great of it. I'm not feeling all that great about it. Why? Because I said, new people aren't talking about boxing. We don't need to go to the conference. We need new people. That's what this show's all about. I, mean, I try to entertain people and inform at the same time. But it's the new people. It's the new people out there. They tune in once in a while. I say, what's that guy talking about? Of course, that little old lady. that used to listen to me over there in what's Richmond, California. called me up one night and said to me, what the hell are stones, honey? What are, what are stones? And so, I tried to tell her they were intestinal fortitude or a metaphor for basketballs, she didn't get it, but she was a sweet old lady. Open phone lines around the world as we shift gears. Of course, going to talk mixed martial arts after the break. 1-800-878-PLAY. That's 1-800-878-759. The boxing calendar, a little light, of course, until the until next week. Uh, Bounce TV is going to go, of course, Friday, February 10th. Robert Easter Jr. versus Luis Cruz. That's for a, a 135-pound title tilt. There's a 118-pound title tilt on the same card. Rashi Warren, he can fight against a guy named Zanat. Zaganoff. Double Z against Rashid Warren, February the 10th on Spike TV. Bounce TV. You are tuned to the Sports Byline Broadcast Network live all across America. This is Ring Talk.
1: Once more, 800
2: the Lodge at Tiburon is steps from the fairy docks and nestled among Tiburon's upscale boutiques, charming cafes and unique galleries. Dine at the award-winning Tiburon Tavern, serving innovative dishes prepared with ingredients grown in our very own gardens. Starting from $199 a night. Join us at the Lodge at Tiburon and create long-lasting memories. For reservations, call 1-877-614-6068. Join us at the Lodge at Tiburon or go to lodgeattiburon.com. Tiburon.com.
4: Here comes the decision. Now let's listen.
3: Clarity in the world of professional boxing is spelled WBO. That's right. The World Boxing Organization is boxing's only transparent, sanctioned body. You can follow the WBO on Facebook or check out their website, WBOBoxing.com. That's WBOBoxing.com. The World Boxing Organization.
0: Oh, yeah. and yet, much respect for him. He's a solid businessman. What he has been able to do, he is a full animal yeah. at what he has been able to do. But as far as real fighting, as far as true, pure, honest yeah. combat, Floyd don't want none of this. Oh, yeah. I say, he does not want none of this. He's not want to ask him. He wants to on the boxing rules. He wants a boxing match. He doesn't want to fight. So i want to respect everyone in here. I love everyone the here. Get through this showtime. I'm
5: coming.
3: Tell, tell him to learn how showtime offers this. I want the 100 million cash to fight him on the boxing rules because he's afraid of a real fight. Shout out to I'm not going to buy this now more. I'm going to put it back in the DJ. everybody. Let's
0: Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. You want to take a chance on that?
3: The mouth that roared. The great Conor McGregor. 41 minutes past all This is Sports Byline Live from the city by the base San Francisco, California. Valentina Shevchenko, of course, the defeater of Holly Holmes earlier in the year in an upset, Not really, when you look at her record. But man, she took out Juliana Pena in the main event, of course, a submission with an arm bar in Denver, Colorado. Place was pretty good. I mean, 12,000 people, better than 13,000 people showed up, better than the million dollar gate. I guess USC is rocking and rolling with these small gates in between. That's a small gate for them because some of the big gates, of course, garner five, six, seven million dollars. Jorge Masvidal was the winner on the card, taking out the cowboy, Donald Strone, and he's second round a TKO. Strone, of course, the, the USC poster guy for the guy that shows up ready to fight anytime. Call him the last minute, he's ready to rock. And a bit of a surprise, well, not really when you think about the the chin of the former USC champion, Andre Oloski, of course, losing to Francis Nagu he was knocked out in the very first round, a minute and 32 seconds in. Of course, that was USC on Fox, the big network last week, of course. Now, tonight, USC on Fox Sports 1, rocking of course from the Houston Toyota Center. Pretty good arena, I've announced from there. Of course, that's in in, uh, in Houston, Texas. Of course, that's going to go down the February the fourth at the Toyota Center. I gotta tell you like this, I'm hot on this card. I'm real, real hot on this card because in the main event, Dennis Mimita's taking on the Korean zombie Chan Sung Jung. Where's he been? Well, he sort of got hurt. I think he got his uh, a jawbone breaking or a, a orbital bone, something like that. One of the orbital bones, some bone in his face was cracked and he couldn't fight for a while. But an interesting fight is the co event. A woman's strawweight bout. Alexis Grasso taking on Felice Herrig. And Felice Herrig was at Bloody Elbow this morning and complaining about how tough it is to lose weight. Talking about all the, the ordeals she went through. In fact, if you saw some of the YouTube video. Of a of, of Chris Cyborg Santos losing weight, coming down to 140 pounds, 130 whatever, whatever weight, weight they try to make, that, whatever, un, whatever unnatural weight they try to make that poor woman make. I mean, that's just wrong. She's a 145 pound fighter, if that. I mean, she has to like to cut off a breast almost to make to make 140. Not that she's got big breasts, but no. But I mean, that's what she has to do and cut her hair short. I mean, it's it's crazy. This poor lady goes through some incredible ordeals, as do a lot of these women. I didn't have to go through that. When I fought at 139, it was hell making 139, but I made it. Only had to go in the sauna a couple times out of 52, 52 scraps, okay? But um, not all of them at 139 pounds, 139 pounds either. But that's when I was at my peak, and I was able to make that weight because I was at my peak, and I felt good right then and there. You know, some guys, they don't know when their peak is. Speaking of peaks, obviously Holly Holm has hit her peak. Talk about Ronda Rousey again, trying to get a rematch with Rousey, saying Ronda Rousey might be back. She might get the itch, yeah, to come back. And fight her again because right now Holly Holmes is a woman with nowhere to go. I mean, think about it, man. I mean, think about what Holly. She's lost a couple of fights. She's probably poised to lose a third fight. So if she loses a third time out, what does that mean about her, her USC contract? Not a whole lot. Open phone lines around the world. One eight hundred eight seven eight. Play that's one eight hundred eight seven eight seven five two nine. Abel Trujillo and James Vick on this card fighting a lightweight bout. Ovin St. Preux, of course, he went. He took John Jones for a good ride in a light heavyweight title fight about two years ago. Taking on Vulcan. Alexander, and, of course, that's going to be at 205 pounds. Heavyweight Anthony Hamilton's on the card. Looking down the rest of the bill, of course, the main card is going to be on Fox Sports 1. The preliminary card will be on Fox Sports 1. And the prelim card will be on USC Fox uh, Fight Pass. If you don't have Fight Pass, I don't know how to explain it to you other than it's an additional 10 bucks more a month over the money you already pay for the world of the USC. Going to the um, USC 208, of course, two, I'll take it back, 209. This is the height I'm really high on, man. Tyrone Woodley, of course, the champion, the man that's got a point to make. Of course, we had him on the show. We've had him on the show in the past. In fact, I will bring Tyrone Woodley and Stephen Thompson onto the MMA hour of Ring Talk Live World. Maybe not this Sunday, but next Sunday. Speaking of Ring Talk Live Worldwide MMA, Sunday, Sunday, the Sunday hour, 11 a.m. Pacific time. Start with a boxing hour. We come back at noon. At noon, we'll feature an unplugged interview with the late, great Bruce Lee. Bruce Lee on Ring Talk Live Worldwide. And we'll bring in Bruce Lee's training partner, his trainer. That's right. Leo Fong will be here, as will his, what can I say, Bruce Lee, boxing historian, fight historian, MMA historian. Talk about Malcolm Bout will be here as well. Open phone lines around the world, 1-800-878-PLAYDUST, 1-800-878-7529, saint Louis. And big time, Matt. What's up, Matthew? How you doing, Pedro? You're just fine, sir. What can I do for you?
7: Well, you... You mentioned the Korean Zombie. His time off is taking him out of the top ten, so he's going to be looking to get back in the UFC top ten against number nine, Dennis Bermudez. The card looks okay tonight. I'm looking forward to seeing an OSP fight again. The uh, fight that really looks strange here is the freight train, Anthony Hamilton, weighing in at over 260 pounds, taking on Marcel Fortuna. I think he's he's between 205 and 210. I don't know how the UFC can sanction a fight with guys that are more than 50 pounds weight difference.
3: Well, you know that's what's always marvelled me about combat sports is that in boxing they've got weight classes at 112, 115 pounds. Like three pounds is really a difference to that size. And then you go in the USC or in boxing, and then of you go from 60 to 68, and then from 68 to 75. Then you go all the way from 175 to 200. That's a 200 pound jump from light heavyweight to uh, from to light heavyweight to cruiser. Of course, heavyweights anything above 200 pounds. But in today's world. The USC, of course, they're 10 pounds apart as far as weight's concerned. You know, 155, uh, 140, 135, 145, 155, and then 170, and then 185 and 205. I think we need some more weight classes in there. I really do, and I'm not a guy that wants a lot of belts out there, but I just think that we need more weight. I just think we need more weight classes. I think that people like this uh, Felix Herrig who's cutting weight to make this, this incredible weight for a woman, I, I just don't think this stuff is healthy, man. I think eventually somebody's going to die, and the sport's going to look real bad.
7: You, you talked about McGregor and Mayweather. I, I really don't expect that to happen, but if it did, it'd be a lot better than Randy Couture versus James Tony from a few years ago.
3: Boy, you know James Tony? James Tony went in the tank on that. You know that, right?
7: Yeah, that was uh, that was probably the worst fight I've ever seen.
3: That was a tank job. I mean, he, I think he was winking. He was winking during the the referee's instructions. There, James lights out Tony at one point in time. The best middleweight in the world. God, that was a long, long time ago. That was a nineteen early night oh, back. That was late nineteen eighties, early nineteen nineties. He won the title in nineteen ninety one when he knocked out Michael Nunn in Davenport, Iowa in the eleventh round. Man, that was a long, long time ago. Speaking of Michael Nunn spending time for cocaine distribution as I speak in Texas. Of course he sends me Facebook messages once in a while. Get me out. How do you get a guy out that's got life? I don't know, man. Can't, can't do it, man. Can't do it. Speaking of MMA, this just gears a little bit. World of pro wrestling. Now, Adam Cole, of course, the best professional wrestler, pound for pound in the world. I think there's no doubt about that. He says his dream is to wrestle in the main event at WrestleMania. Does that mean he's going to sign a new contract or sign a contract with WWE in probably about two months when his ROH contract expires?
7: I think the time for him to do so is perfect right now, especially um. when they have the, the lighter weight division. I think what Kenny Omega did was, was right for, for him and was right for me as a wrestling fan. I'd rather see Kenny Omega over in Japan. He's over there tearing it up, having some of the best matches of of the year, and some people say of all time. Adam Cole's just a little bit different. He's just as good as Kenny Omega, more ground-based. The time is right for him to pop up in NXT or the new cruiserweight division, and I wouldn't even mind seeing him on the main card.
3: Well, you know, unfortunately, they're not going to let him do his thing. He will become part of wrestling entertainment. And once you delve into the world of wrestling entertainment, you have to leave your shtick at home. They sell your soul. I mean, you trade. They lose. You lose your. You lose your name. That's not his real name anyway. But you lose your name. The bottom line is, ah, I'm just. You know, I'm hoping the Hardys don't go. The Matt Hard Matt and Jeff Hardy, of course, their contract is expiring. I think with TNA as we speak, uh, Matt in one month and 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 Jeff in another, um, in February and March, I believe. So it looks like they are free agents. Now they're not inclined to go back to the world of wrestling entertainment, especially with the um, the, the urine tests that are, that are offered on, on occasion, would they?
7: I don't think so. I think that's what's kept them out of WWE for the last decade.
3: Yeah, in fact, we're talking about the ability to um, smoke reefer and stuff like that. I mean, you know, let's be honest. They're, 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 they're suspending NFL players if they've got marijuana in the system. But, you know, if you've got Viking in your system, it's cool.
7: I saw a picture online yesterday of Len Dawson, and I think it said it was the first Super Bowl, and he's drinking a beer during the game. <laughs> Have you seen that picture? He's, he's smoking a cigarette and drinking a beer. Hey, whatever makes those knees feel better, man. I don't care what they're doing.
3: Yeah, he's Yeah, he Glenn Dawson had some hell, and he's a Kansas City quarterback, right? Yeah. Yeah, hello quarterback. Anyway, the World of Mixed Martial Arts, of course, USC on Fox Sports 1. Um, you like the main event. Were you leaning in the main event again?
7: Um, I think Bermudez is going to win. I think he's going to – he's got um, – just. Uh, just a little bit better. He seems, he seems a lot fresher than the Zombie does. He's had better competition. And, uh, man, just looking at the, the UFC for the next few months, really nothing to look forward to. I'm looking forward to Tyrone Woodley and uh, Wonderboy Thompson, uh, that rematch. But everything else, if you're looking at some of the guys on top, Vitor Belfour, Travis Brown, a lot of guys who are just who are just past their their prime and they're they're headlining cards the first part of the year in the UFC.
3: You will need a lot of UFC Viagra this year. I think you to get up for these fights you will need, you will need to take Viagra because you know. as far as the Korean zombies concerned, Trans Sung Jung um, is he the poster boy for, is he the poster boy for CTE or what? I mean, the fact that he, he's willing to take shots with his hands down in this neck because ten years later, you know that, that has a wicked that has a wicked return.
7: Yeah, he, um, I don't know. He's, got, he's, he's gotten hurt really bad. Like you said, I think it was the reason he was out, and he had some type of facial fracture. Yep. And that's one, way, that's one way to get a facial fracture is to have your hands down.
3: No doubt about that. We thank you for the call, my brother. You take good care. How's life in St. Louis?
7: Things are going great. We're looking forward to uh, the NFL's announcement tonight. Kurt Warner, Isaac Bruce, and possibly Don Corriel, a former St. Louis Cardinal coach, could all go into the Hall of Fame this year.
3: Okay, Santa now real quick, is this all about Tom Brady winning again or is this guy Matt Ryan got a shot?
7: I think Matt Ryan's the real deal and this this could be his year.
3: But all right, now let's let's be honest, let's go back as the yeah, Matt Ryan's year? no doubt about that. The Atlanta offense is, is incredible. They just put points up. I think they they did an under and over like 65-70 points a couple weeks ago, so we know they they scored tremendous tremendous amounts of points. But on the other side of the coin, you've got Tom Brady Although he's 39 years old, he doesn't lose. Isn't he? Isn't he sort of like the undefeated fighter that you have to bet on until he loses?
7: Anybody like Brady who's got so many targets and he makes a, you know, just like last week two weeks ago, we saw a wide receiver come out and Tom Brady threw threw at him, you know, 15 times, 150 yards, and guys like Danny Amadola run around the field and they're just decoys. He's got too many weapons, and just they might. Might come down to coaching. I think the Patriots' coach is just one of the best ever. And a game like this, you got to look for Tom Brady and Bill Belichick to have the best game plan.
3: Bill, Bill, Bill Bill Belichick and um, God, Jim, uh, Bill Walsh, uh, the two Bills. I I think Bill Walsh, of course, king of the West Coast offense, and Bill Belichick, just his legacy. Of course, his legacy will always be shouted in a little controversy because that's the way it is with winners. People go after winners, but of course, there's Deflate Gate and a couple of other things. But when you look at the the legacy of the, of the New England Patriots, man. I think Tom Brady, they're a three-point favorite. If you, had to go, if you had to bet, where would you go? Last question.
7: Uh, three points is too small for me to take an underdog. I would stick with the Patriots. No doubt about that.
3: All the best you met. We'll talk soon. Thanks, Mike. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking at the world of boxing and mixed martial arts. Don't forget, Saturdays and Sundays, 11 a.m. Pacific. i Saturday, 11 a.m. Pacific time for an hour. Sunday, 11 a.m. Pacific time for two hours. And, of course, sees Johnny Taco and the All-Stars Saturday night at 10 p.m. Pacific time. Two hours for Super Bowl special night, 10 p.m. Pacific time tonight. Johnny Taco and the All-Stars live on Sports Byline. The way that you talk really knocks
8: fast easy and affordable operators are waiting to take your call now order today and get free shipping just call 800-950-1180 up to 75 percent off all the popular brand name prescription drugs and free shipping call 800-950-1180 that's 800-950-1180 now more of ring talk with pedro fernandez
3: you know just excited uh just excited to be back i wish we could do a fight every night you know me pedro Wow, the great Nick Charles, man, the great late Nick Charles, of course, Mister CNN. Back in the day, of course, CNN breaking out with their, their sports team, man. You know, it's hard to believe that when he came back the first time, he's the guy that kicked cancer's butt the first time as well. When he came back the first time, and he was so happy to be alive and happy to be, you know, doing it. I said to him, "Well, how did you do it?" He said, "Well, I didn't have much of a choice, Pedro. When you know, when you're faced with that type of a challenge, you know, life life a life threatening challenge, either you stand up or you lay down." He stood up. And he stood up the first time and he was talking about the fact that he had health insurance and the fact that his wife had health insurance through his job. And that get this, he was getting these shots once a week that were going for 25 grand. 25 grand. He got 13 shots 13 weeks in a row at 25 grand a pop. And that kept him alive for a couple of years. The cancer was gone, then it returned and he passed away. And of course, just a couple of days before he passed, I think he passed on a Monday morning. I got a text, uh, an email from him on Saturday night talking about the great fight that was on Showtime. Man, that was just Nick Charles. True and true, a boxing fan to the end. Don't forget the Ring Talk schedule. Saturdays and Sundays, 11 a.m. Pacific time, right here on Sports Byline. Johnny Taco on the All-Stars, the Super Bowl special tonight, Of course, the USC results as well, 10 p.m. Pacific time. And Zach Attack Young, a little strange little guy from Southern California. He does this thing I, with myself well, on No Holds Barred. Of course, that airs at... 5 p.m. Pacific time on Sundays. All these shows are available at sportsbyline.com. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. I thank you so much for your taking part in the show. Thanks for listening. Of course, we are your inside look in the world of boxing, MMA, and pro wrestling. Until next time, keep your hands up, keep your chin down. Most importantly, sportsbyline.com for ringtalk.com and many of your leading sports shows. Until next time, peace, love, much respect.